0: Welcome to yet another episode of the Geek 2.0 podcast. This is the first one for 2019. Yeah. cause for celebration. Welcome to 2019.
1: <laughs> We've made it. We've made it finally.
0: <laughs> we charged along. We battled the battles of techness and families and nerdy and geekiness to finally make it here. The computers have not taken over. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> well. Like in the last episode, maybe they have. <laughs> <laughs> but this is we're actually going to go over CES stuff. Of course. It's that time of year again. How could we CES? not? I mean, it's like um I forget what that what did I call it last last time or last year. But it's like um Woodstock for tech geekness. <laughs> but we're gonna look at more we're not gonna cover
1: everything to happen. We're not going to look at the TVs because that's that's been done to death. You can't really click on any kind of like MSN homepage or yeah. anything like that without seeing the your local news. I mean, the, they probably had something. Yeah, what was it? The 218, 219 inch wall TV? Like I have a perfect spot for that <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> Honey, if you're listening, <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, I mean they've got just to kind of super quick. There's the HDMI two, that's yeah. that's come out uh, 8K. Well, 8K. That's. that's <laughs> I mean, do we even have 4K streaming? Uh, we do, but yeah, is it I like
0: think, like completely out there? It has like links Does it? Well, yeah, they do, but I mean we're like it's it's wide adopted. Oh, I mean. No. <laughs> no, not for the eight k nonsense. <laughs> We're going to move on to something cool and more important than you know, like seven nanometer video cards from AMD and the war between that and <laughs> NVIDIA, <laughs> and ten thousand dollar gaming chairs. <laughs> that I showed my wife this morning. <laughs> I showed uh, watched uh, Linus Tech Tips video on that,
1: <laughs> and she's like, "Mm hmm." Like, can we get this? Mm-hmm. That look. You know that, you know that look. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you... Maybe. I don't know the size of it, but if you got rid of your desk and computer and all this set up, you could maybe put it in it here. It actually
0: could take this... Where I'm sitting right now,
1: I could have... What was it called? The, the Thronus from Acer. I could have it right here. I just don't know if you have the ceiling height for it. I don't know how tall it is. You've got standard ceilings. Yeah. Well... I don't know, if I'm spending $10,000, I'm
0: sure I can <laughs> raise the roof. <laughs> but Listen, let's get on to the important things. We're talking about, you know, the family stuff that they're showing off at CES. Yeah, the good stuff. The good stuff. The more important things, like I said.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, like, like the, the robot that'll bring you a beer. Yeah, I mean, that and Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> that. Every Every parent can go,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Looking at it, we'll jump right in with this. It's called the the Walker. A, <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't know that. <laughs> yep. that's why I was reading the, the, the article. And it says the Walker. Walker uh, looks into talks like a robot. It's called funny. the Walker.
1: Which I'm sure it would probably come up in a better day than that when it fully I releases. Really hope <laughs> so. Because the Walking Dead fan base is not going to get behind this. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where you talk to like, your grandparents, like, yeah, I bought a Walker. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I got one in the closet. I got a couple of you could have bought. You could have <laughs> had. For those of you that don't necessarily know, think of something more along the lines of. Like, Rosie from... The um, uh, Jetsons. The Jetsons meets current generation Boston Dynamics robots. Well, I would say, like,
0: um, uh, Sony's Asimov robot. Because it's about, this is what, four feet high? Uh, and it has that... It's not this uh, imposing look to it. It's more like a cute... You no. Know, non-threatening to be robot. fair,
1: they, they kind of have to do that yeah with i mean robots it's,
0: would you rather have uh, i don't know if you've seen lost in, the new one lost in space on netflix I that that haven't. robot i haven't seen it okay no. well you, it's like this terrifying looking thing <laughs> would you rather have that in your house than <laughs> this guy, the, the walker <laughs> well what it is is they said this is all the stuff we're going to talk about is like a proof of concept Mm-hmm. It's prototypes, and we're not saying that it's going to be, or the companies are saying it's within months or a year, will be out. It's just stuff that is, look what we
1: can do. Yeah, the, it very well could become something that is uh, public released, mm-hmm. but m- most likely. A lot of this stuff's going to end up being more like uh, the analogy we used before the show was: it's like your concept cars in the automotive world.
0: Yeah, you'll it, never see like the yeah. fish or, like some of those you've seen like at the Detroit Auto Show. <laughs> you'll never see them on the highways. If you do, well, you're probably looking at one person that bought it yeah. and, and driving around, and it probably doesn't work half the time. <laughs> or Jay Leno.
1: <laughs> Like how it's one extreme or the other. <laughs> Jay Leno is the one extreme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he buys. I mean, he's got like a collection. Yes, yeah. but yeah. this stuff is is a good starting base of uh, technology that is coming up into the public sphere, so to speak.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very—it's very, it's very uh, intriguing and neat. And I, I believe mean, we've seen before. Actually, I'm not sure if it was been on this episode, but I know that I've seen an article where they have a robot that will actually clean up a mess in a room. Like, it'll pick things up and put them back where they belong. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, you tie that in with this, and now you've got basically a a butler.
0: Well, even at... So we'll talk about it later, but there is a f- uh, clothes folding robot yes. that was
1: uh, shown at CES. This, yeah, and it year. was actually a decent size. It was almost yeah. kind of like a 3D printer-esque. Yeah, like. you,
0: just, you, you put your clothes, your shirt, onto uh, the gripper arms and pulls it in. Yep. And now at the bottom comes a nice, neat stack of folded shirts. clothes and yep. shirts. But we'll talk about the walker here. It is This is important because... We already have a little bit of robots in our lives. You got the robot vacuums. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you your kids will have, like, what is it called? Uh, Aki is a small little the robot Cosmo. toy. Cosmo, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's the, the dogs. The, yeah, the robo-dogs. Um, we see them on store shelves. They're, like, what, 80 bucks or something? Mm-hmm. That's the low end of these robot dogs. I mean, they're kind <laughs> yeah. of... But this... Is almost getting another step closer to like Rosie the robot, mm-hmm. where you sit on a couch. In this article, the the, uh, the author, the um, journalist, he sat on a couch. The robot came out from another room, went to a refrigerator, got a cylindrical or a a drink, c- a drink. Let's just say a drink. <laughs> uh Went to a counter, picked up a nondescript c- cylinder of chips. Brought him over to where he was sitting. Pringles. <laughs>
1: not sponsored by. Yeah. <laughs> this is not unaffiliated. A, a taped over label of a Pringles can. Yeah. <laughs> chips.
0: <laughs> chips brand. Yeah. But brought it over to him, set the drink on the, the uh, nightstand or a In table. In table, and then handed, or basically was given a motion to hand him the chips. But he said that he was not able to or allowed to take the grasping or take the chips from the robot. That's what the company rep was uh, there for. Which I'm thinking, you know, all they're gonna break loose you with, you know, grab his hand, crush it with Pringles and broken bones. <laughs> That's what we don't want. You don't want to see on a CES floor <laughs> screaming from the robots harming a, a, a human. <laughs>
1: But, but it's it's really it's really really cool to see what yeah, how they're I mean, coming along with this stuff.
0: Yeah, it's it's so much where it's everything is within the past decade we've seen so much come through. We talked a little bit in the last episode about the uh, Atlas robot, this, and we'll well, thirty years we'll
1: have our own robots. Well, and that's just it. I our mean, our own Rosies <laughs> to kind of recap on the, the last episode and we were talking about like example the construction in mm-hmm. the 3D printed homes now you could have the, the robots that go through and do the electrical and yeah the, they, they can know, pull the wire through the, the walls and all that absolutely go like climb they through can, the attic and put the cat sticks <laughs> up there they could go through and do all of that uh, labor and again you know they took my job <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah it's just where
1: all this technology is
0: coming come to a head where we're seeing all this awesome stuff coming out, especially with CES. I mean, like I said, it's like the Woodstock of tech geekiness. <laughs> um, another thing is uh, staying on the robot. It was like the adorable robot. I have to admit I had to throw away my geek cart because <laughs> I was looking at it and I'm like, it's a thing from Star Wars. It's not a Wookiee and it's not
1: a Jawa. What is it? And Joe, you said... Uh, an Ewok yeah. I'm like yes <laughs> I'm like I, I don't know what else there was that could be stomping you so I'll go with that one I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> well I, I'm disappointed in myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's basically it's just a robot you know it's supposed to look adorable it doesn't really prove much or do much or it's just it's just it's there it's just there to do like it's- it uses AI and facial recognition
1: And it's basically the thing that it's there for is for people to look at and to give the approval of the adorableness. Yeah. Because like we said before, with your robots that are scary looking, this is kind of going on the other end and going, okay, they're working on the functionality. We're looking on the personality and the looks of it and what's acceptable.
0: Well, I can also see you in the house where you have like a children. You don't want the scary... Asimov coming in.
1: Danger, danger. <laughs> well,
0: you want something where that a kid can probably pick up without any trouble, give it a hug, and it's have fun. And it'll go to because I was quickly uh, going through this article. It'll go through and learn trust if you give it a hug and how many times you actually show it affection. It learns. It like oh, this person loves me. That's. I'll, I'll go towards I'm not, them. I'm not gonna
1: lie. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all good with robots and AI and it doing the jobs and all that. But once you start adding like love, yeah, when you start adding emotions <laughs> in that sense, that's to me, that's getting a little creepy. Now,
0: oh, come on, you I'm not saying
1: that it's not good and don't do it. Just for me personally, a little
0: creepy. You know, robots have emotions too.
1: Yeah, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: see like as a toy. It'd probably an expensive toy
1: if it like this concept or something but stuff, there's stuff out there already like this last thing you want is your Furby or Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> getting mad at you because you're not Teddy showing Ruxpin. it enough love Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> has a little bit of uh, AI and
0: and learning <laughs> if you just toss him into the closet I every feel single night I bad
1: for the people that have a fear of dolls <laughs> now that their dolls can get angry with them why do you treat me this way <laughs> (laughs) don't you love me
0: don't like me in the closet as your child's sleeping you can hear help me I love you (laughs) no 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 (laughs) now we went to a horror ASMR podcast (laughs) wow it only took what 13 minutes and we're already in (laughs) oh boy (laughs) So you can see that CES, CES is a lot of fun. Just, I mean, we don't we don't have to go there because everyone else sends their people and they get to Concord and they can walk the 50 miles that it takes. But we look at all the stuff that they write up and give our our own take and <laughs> uh, reporting it back to you guys. Going back to robots. <laughs> but there is also other things. That toy you are showing me is like a... Um, speaking of like furbies it was the uh it was supposed to be where it teaches your kids the wooboo i don't know how it's w-o-o-b-o yeah i'm, I I'm probably I saying it wrong know. but it sounds look, looks like
1: a boo. it's it kind of does look like a furby yeah yeah with a does. little lcd screen face yeah with a digital face instead of the creepy bird face yeah
0: but it, it, it talks in a childlike voice and it makes a game out of boring chores that might otherwise require parents nagging. And this is from thestar.com dot com. Their CES coverage. It is basically it is to not take, replace your parents. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but it's to teach the I guess to teach the child to you know pick up the room. It's like a reward uh, work reward type yeah. type deal. And the nurturing where if, if you, um, what I'm quoting here is artificial intimacy since the Tamagotchi digital pet craze in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> now, something like that where you have, I don't know if you had a Tamagotchi no. back in the 90s. I wasn't cool enough for one. <laughs> or your wife had one?
1: I don't know. Oh. to
0: be honest with you. And she's probably going to say, "Yes, I did," or "No, I didn't." Yeah. But it's basically you have to take care of a digital animal, feed it. If you didn't, it would
1: die. Closest I got to Shorted. that was Sims. Yeah, <laughs> it's a portable Sims.
0: <laughs> but a lot of the stuff can help actually help you, uh, you connect with your kid or with your baby. We'll look at the um, mm. for your cribs, make because. A lot of the new parents have that undeniable fear of, is my baby going to be alive
1: in the morning? Oh, yeah. I, I still have that fear. I, I, I do, too. And my daughter <laughs> my is eight. Gonna, yeah, mine's going to be two in February. I still I, have I walk that by fear. her room. I, I take a glance. I look. Okay, she's breathing. <laughs> we use we have the baby monitor, and I'll sit there and stare at it and go, is that me moving? Is that... Nope, that's her breathing. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I actually feel really bad when she's sick. Like, obviously, I feel for her. I don't want her to be sick. Yeah. But there is that part of me that is kind of happy because I can hear her breathing through the baby monitor because mm-hmm. you know the that, that stuff yeah. you know that stuffed upness like so I can actively hear so in the middle of the night when I wake up I can go yep I hear her breathing she's okay <laughs> <laughs> and then after the cold, when she's not doing that, my fear increases, and then will slowly decrease as I get used to not hearing yeah. her breathe anymore. Well, <laughs> baby, like baby
0: monitoring has been around for a while. Yeah, it's it's all it is. They strap. Uh, I forget what the term is. It's where it's like a heart monitor that wraps around your baby like mm-hmm. while they're asleep, and it gives you the results on your phone or uh, another device that tells you, okay, this is your baby's heartbeat and your breathing resp- uh, respiratory rate and all that mm-hmm. new stuff that's at ces it's all wireless it don't have it's a mat that basically well they,
1: they've had the the mats yeah. that your baby would lay on and then could do there but that was wasn't perfect mm-hmm. um and then, when you, your your kid's gonna move around yeah it, it, they roll around i mean it, it'll mess up the
0: the censoring and all that um, but this one uses, uh, was it? It's like um,
1: radar technology, basically. Yeah, it's not going to cook your baby alive in the microwave. <laughs> 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 but it's a, it's wireless, so there's nothing like there's. You know there's some uh these monitorings you have to put like a sock on your child that has something connected to it or the pad that they lay on or something like that this it's just your standard baby monitor camera mm-hmm. that's mounted and aimed at your child and it uses your typical kind of like radar waves yeah
0: they it's say it's a non-ionizing radiation emits at low levels but they said in the article here, it might still turn off some parents already concerned about keeping their babies too close to smartphones. Of course,
1: um, it, it's something that you know it's going to be until something definitive comes out about. There's going to be arguments on both sides. Hell, people are still going on about the whole uh, uh, immunizations and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? that's, so, I that means. That's a whole nother topic. But. Yeah. So this is this is just going to fit right in with it, um, but it's still neat to see that the technology itself is still neat to see because now with most modern baby monitors, mm-hmm. it'll give you the temperature of the room, will allow yeah. you to communicate, allow you to see. This adds one extra step and will tell you that your baby is breathing.
0: Yeah. And, and that kind of puts your fears at ease to a certain extent you're still gonna have
1: that no matter what well and that's it was actually something that's very interesting and it has been brought up quite a bit and it's a valid argument Mm -hmm. is that it's actually causing more anxiety in parents these monitors that are out there now and the technology because of the fact that there is so much that you can see Mm -hmm. you spend more time focusing on what you can't uh, what's, what's the term hypochondriac
0: yeah that um, whatever you're, you're, you feel, Oh, I feel cold coming on. Well, you're not actually sick, but now that you're, you you're have thinking it in your, about your it mind
1: and, that yeah. you are sick. So guess what your body loses and mm-hmm. well you become sick, <laughs> absolutely. So it's, there's definitely an upside and a downside to it. So it really kind of depends. And then to just keep on that <laughs> rhythm, but take it even a step. Step further, we'll go back a little bit more in time before the baby comes out. Yeah, while it's still <laughs> in the womb,
0: <laughs> there's what was it? This is the uh, outlet. It's a three hundred dollar
1: <laughs> what Joe called a <laughs> uh, cover bun. It's it's what it looks like. It's it's a cover bun that you know your, your pregnant wife or girlfriend or whoever would wear, and it tracks the fetal heartbeats uh, by taking an electrocardiogram. Basically, it's a,
0: like a, an electrocardiogram that is. By the looks of it, by the picture, it does look uncomfortable, but probably not. Well, obviously, we have well, not, yeah, ex- not experienced childbirth experience ourselves. Of, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not very comfortable,
1: as I've been told many times. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go off the fact that most maternity clothing is very loose-fitting, mm-hmm. especially in that area. So to throw a cover bun on, I wouldn't expect to be too comfortable. No. <laughs> Especially if, when a kid starts kicking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but depending on your situation, I could see this being very useful. You know, if there's something that you're worried about or mm-hmm. have a history of, or something like that. Well, it, they say
0: the idea is to put put it on the stretchy band and before going to sleep, about three to four months before your, your due date, and it tracks. Because it sends a uh, report of what your baby has been doing while you slept. Hmm. To, of course, to your app on your phone. Because, I mean, Everything's it, everything an has app. an app nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it also helps with, they all show like your, uh, if you had any contractions or your sleep positions, your mother's sleep positions. Which is also a good thing because a lot of doctors um, tell you to sleep on your side. Do they? I don't know. I was just pulling that out of my butt.
1: <laughs> it's, I, uh, I think that's my s- medical profession.
0: <laughs> my expertise.
1: I'm pretty. I, I mean, they might. I'm pretty sure. I, I am, had to do more from a comfort level.
0: Yeah, whatever your comfort level is, but <laughs> yeah, you're going to hate hate mail. Just send it to me. <laughs> but this is one more thing that to help people track. What's going
1: on with their kids before or after birth. <laughs> <laughs> Again, adding to that, is this just going to up the anxiety level, especially of yeah. new parents? This is their first child. They've been tracking gonna be nervous tracking every aspect of this child before it was even born. Now you're adding more to what you can track. So, yeah, Ooh. it's that's why I said it's a very valid argument. But I can definitely see the need for it.
0: Yeah, because it, like I said before, it kind of puts your mind at ease mm-hmm. to some to some extent. Because mm-hmm. you can track, yes, you will get that anxiety because you'll be able to see everything that's been going on or is going on at that time. And what we did before all this is... A- <laughs> How kids yeah. survive. I know, right. How did our, How did we become here?
1: How, why are we here? Yeah. You know, the life's that's,
0: important questions.
1: <laughs> are we getting philosophical again? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> just remember 42. That's all that matters. Yeah, 42. That is the answer. <laughs> but it's just
0: one of those things where it's like CES is like a playground for all this stuff that's coming out. Mm hmm some of it is garbage. <laughs> Many of it is just like what what were you thinking that doesn't doesn't serve a need or let's say anything that I would look for in my daily life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there because uh, it's just there. Some of it's ahead of its time. I mean last year what was it? It was the um uh calorie counting fork. <laughs> <laughs> that it tracks because how your motion of your, when you're eating you have you still have to input what you're eating it didn't it didn't go anywhere it died on arrival
1: oh good god
0: yeah it was just one of those things like why and also I know in uh, this CES I don't know what the name of it is but they're going back to what the owl outlet with the uh, womb tracking I'm gonna call it womb tracking yeah that works is this is also bladder tracking it's another device that attaches to your belly or somewhere on your body that tracks how full your bladder is. It's good for if you have incontinence, if you're incontinent, because yeah,
1: again, situational.
0: Yeah, it's situational. It, it serves a need because you can look at your phone. Oh, my bladder is full, but I don't feel like I have to pee. Oh, too late. <laughs> it's good because you can have just look at a track, especially if you're like at a football stadium, you're watching a, a, a game, and you know. It's going to take me at least 10 minutes or 15 minutes to get to the, the bathroom, wait in line because it's everyone is trying to get there <laughs> at the same time. And it gives you a heads up. Oh, I should go now.
1: Yeah, because by the time I get there, I'm going to have a full bladder and I don't want that. Yeah, definitely situational, but again, one of those things that... There's an app for how full yeah. <laughs> your bladder is. <laughs> I, I follow someone on uh, on
0: Twitter, and they were, they had that attached for... They were walking around CES for a day, <laughs> and they were taking a picture in the show, and showing, okay, well, I shouldn't have drank that large <laughs> ah. drink, because it shows, cause it shows you a, a graph of 1 through 10, how full your bladder is, and a picture, like, you know, the, the circle that full, fills up. Okay. And at nine, he's like, okay. And the next tweet, it was a picture of like the bathroom, like the, the picture of the, the little, the little guy and next to it was like
1: zero. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, Good God. Oh, Instagram's going downhill with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's is Twitter. Oh, I know. <laughs> it, it starts on Twitter. Yeah. Well,
0: let's actually go to another portion is your kids are a little bit older. We talked
1: about... You've made get, it. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> your kid's are older within the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you should get that checked out or <laughs> run for the hills because <laughs> something bad's going to happen. <laughs> you got a save point coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to get your kids, your let's say your toddlers in the coding, and you don't want to... We talked about it with the books and stuff like that. This is more like a hands-on. It's a, it's a train set. That teaches them how. Well, I'm not going to say teaches them, but it gives them to the core uh, fundamentals of coding or thinking in a procedural, yeah, procedural way. Mm -hmm. Now, this, I mean, we all play with train sets when we were kids, And our kids play with train sets. One former function, yeah, yeah. This one has a train track that has color coded. sections on it that you can put together and you can set it up in all sorts of ways however you want where like a green label it makes the train go faster or the red one it slows it down and there's one where the track the train itself is smart enough that it goes over this particular collar, it'll detach from the rest of the train
1: by itself which is quite interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm thinking that could make for some really epic play times. Yeah, <laughs> especially when we're looking at the picture. here. I'm, no, this is radio and looking at uh,
0: video, <laughs> not gonna work out too well. But when you look at the picture, it's kind of actually really interesting how they have set. It but it's not like a normal like figure eight or a, a circle.
1: It's like an actual city. Yeah, like an actual city. Uh, laid out well
0: of course they had these little cardboard little um that's not that doesn't come included
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) i'm sure batteries aren't included as well if it comes out (laughs) what's funny is what actually popped in my head was like toy story where uh the very beginning intro where the train is full of all the little um oh toy story 2 i don't remember i have to think in like but like the, he disconnects the train car and mm-hmm. it's, all the orphans are going towards the blown out bridge. <laughs> like to me, I'm like, you could have some epic play times yeah. where it hits the button and it disconnects. It's exactly. like, oh no. Like a, I want oh, to <laughs> play with this. This is fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I know Lego actually has something where it's a, it's a train set that actually incorporates with an iPad. It's an app that with mm-hmm. your iPad and how it goes through a particular... Because we were at a Lego store uh, last month and of course the employees were pay, playing with it there was, was one guy holding the iPad he was playing with it there were all there was like two other employees in their yellow um, smocks mm-hmm. and then maybe about five minutes later an actual kid came over and he showed him he was like alright fine oh, I guess I'll have to work and show how <laughs> Interruptor bag play time yeah. but it's a lot of stuff where things like this is actually pretty cool to think about and to look at it that we didn't have any way to experience yeah and it's like
1: I want to play with it so so bad because (laughs) yeah it's made for a kid but you know what it's, isn't that kind of the point of having kids is so you can play with toys again without making fun of yeah you can play with your Legos without feeling bad for yourself oh no Legos is all another subject. I don't care about that I'll, I'll always play with Legos <laughs> of course <laughs> that's what Legos are for <laughs> it says on the box 2 to 99 I'm within the age limit It does say that? Uh, Yeah. At least it did on some of the older ones. I don't know if it still does. I thought it was like uh, I haven't paid attention because I didn't care. (laughs) Who cares if my Legos, I'll play with them what I want. (laughs) Excuse me.
0: But a lot of this stuff is awesome where bringing out the inner kid in all of us and or bringing the kid up to, you know, adding a lot of things that a kid can do. And it's raining. And yeah. right.
1: Random. <laughs> but <Okay>. random.
0: <laughs> but anyways, going back on the subject here. A lot of the coding is, is is a simple building blocks of thinking differently.
1: Yeah, you have to go we've we've covered this. You have to yeah. go through each step and think it logically through. So but. this is what gets you into that mindset of, okay, I've, in order to do this, I have to think of this and this and this and this and this. Um, so that's where it starts.
0: Yeah. And it's a great step to go through for your kids, especially at a young age. I mean, looking at it, I would say three-year-old to five-year-olds will
1: be able to play with this. Yeah, starting possibly. Well, and the thing is, is it yes, it's kind of advertised in a sense mm-hmm. of even though it's not out yet it's just being demonstrated but it is being uh brought about in the sense of coding yeah. but it doesn't have to be coding specific you don't have to look at this as like well i don't know if my kid's going to become a programmer or, you know are going to be interested in it it still gets them into kind of that logical mindset which can be used Everywhere it, it can help them with other other aspects of their lives later on the road. Or even current, like, mm-hmm. you know, you get that, you get your kid that's in the store going, I want this toy. You can go, well, in order to get this toy, you have to go through these steps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to clean your room. You have to do this. You have to do that. Then, yes, you can absolutely get that toy. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is like, they get the logical, like... Uh, oh my god! I can't believe I'm losing the word now. The cause and effect. Yeah. The, you know. The, anyways.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but okay, moving on is now. A lot of things have been coming out this past year with, uh, or past couple of years with wireless charging. Mm-hmm. It's it's a big thing. I mean, wireless charging is actually is convenient to some aspects, but. When you actually look at it, it's not as convenient as, say, plugging your phone in to a power cord. Because you have to put your phone on a device, a separate device that is plugged in to a power outlet. And if it's not on there the right way, you're going to wake up with a dead phone or 30%.
1: Yeah. It, and, it's Well, and it's <laughs> the the wireless aspect of it still throws me because it, there's still a wire. Yeah, it's, it's still a wire. But it's, I think it's because a lot, yeah, a lot of people hang up. Well, I'm still charging with a wire. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's, your phone is not connected to a wire. <laughs> Just because this isn't connected, that is. It's still wired. <laughs> well, at CES, I, I don't know. A lot of people say, say this name,
0: this company's name differently. I call it Spigen. Yeah, i sure. Yeah, some people call it Spigen. <laughs> I, I, anyways, it's a truly wireless charging technology. I don't know if, you, if anyone of our audience or anyone knows uh, Nikolai Tesla. When, when he was alive, he came up with the idea of charging or powering uh, things wirelessly. Of course, at that time, we're talking like what? <laughs> 1800s, early 1900s. I I can't remember. The d- it it years was like off. yesterday. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his concept took was sounded crazy at the time. You're gonna say I'm gonna charge or have my light bulb turn on without it being connected to anything by this huge tower off in New Hampshire, or wherever or New York.
1: You just put it in your mouth.
0: <laughs> okay, faster. <laughs> Now the time has come where Nikolai Tesla can be actually uh, vindicated. vindicated against Edison. <laughs> <laughs> because Spigen has the technology now with true
1: wireless charging. And the way that they uh, describe it and they talk about it is think of it along the lines of like a wireless router. Mm-hmm. So you would plug this device in and I believe it said that it had the capability of powering, like, 10,000? Uh, th- it's to uh, operate at a 5.8 gigahertz frequency. Uh-huh. And
0: by the time the spike encases... I'm reading from Tom's hardware that it's ready
1: and says it can power a mind-blowing 1,000 devices a thousand. Sim- simultaneously. Okay. 1,000 devices simultaneously can this thing power. And it's not... The the thing that's different about this and why we're we're actually saying true wireless is because just like your wireless router, mm-hmm. like you plug it in, nothing has to be touching the wireless router right. to get what it needs.
0: Because you can be sitting on your couch playing with your phone and your phone is charging at the same time Correct. as you're using it. You don't have to be, um, you know the old Samsung Apple ads, you know, when being tethered to the wall if you're using an Apple device or you're you're tethered to the wall because your battery is mm-hmm. not great well with this I'm, I'm seeing i'm thinking this is probably f- three
1: to five years away from commercially av- available uh, i thought it said in the article that it was actually sooner than that i do know that they specified that the device would cost no more than a hundred dollars like it'd be less yeah, than a 100 bucks <clears throat>
0: yeah it's, it's and it's also nice because they say in Tom's hardware article is that it's not constantly sending out power so you're not wasting energy it's whenever your your device is activated with a sensor is in range and in need of a charge so your device has to be down below a
1: certain level before mm-hmm. it to start charging well and that's I think though that that sentence is also kind of the key to this mm-hmm. is that it's got to have a sensor that the device is compatible with, yeah,
0: and in, in range. You're not going. We're not talking leaving this device at home and going to work. Well, and then charge your device Unless you that. have something at work, <laughs>
1: and it's also not like. Oh, this is on the market now. I'm gonna go plug it in, and all of a sudden, all my laptops and smartphones are gonna work. Yeah, it's gonna to have to be compatible with this device because it's
0: a, it's a smartphone case right now. So that's the only part is you have to put your phone into its case. I mean, there's battery pack cases out there now for your phones, but this is taking it to a next step mm-hmm.
1: is that it's providing power for your phone. Well, I mean, if you think about it, this is. At least I know in my house I don't know about everyone else's In my house We have cables Like In the master bedroom One on each nightstand In the living room We have two charging cables there (laughs) I've got cable in the office Like we have charging cables All over the house So you're within reach Not just for us But for when we have people over Right Uh, So this would kind of replace that You plug this in Just like in the wireless router You plug Mm -hmm. it in in one spot There you go You walk in You're good
0: and for no more than maybe $100, maybe 150 Cheaper than a lot of wireless routers that are yeah. out there. <laughs> I mean, sometimes some companies or some phone manufacturers, you don't get a, a Qi charger. I call it the, the uh, actual what you get now is Qi charging, the wireless mm-hmm. air quotes. <laughs> uh, that kind of wireless device. Not many phone manufacturers include that with your phone device, your, your device, because it's it's seen as an added accessory. Yeah. Well, what you I still get the wall wart
1: and your
0: uh, charging cable or your data cable.
1: What I also really like about the idea with this and can see this being useful is solar. Yeah. So you get solar panels that are connected to, you could even just say one outlet in your home. And plug this into that one outlet, and so now it is running off of solar energy. So you're not actually really paying for it's it; it's free energy. Yeah, in, in a it's sense, it's been out there for
0: billions of years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, harness it,
1: <laughs> and it's charging up to a thousand devices. You know, mm-hmm. you figure you give this technology if if it really works as well as it's advertised to give it another five years. You don't even have to go that crazy. You know, well, five years. I can
0: see, Let's yeah, let's say five years. It's no longer a case. It's now part
1: of your device. Well, that's where I yeah, was getting to is that basically it could be tied into multiple devices mm-hmm. in your house and be able to power it. Because
0: these transmitters can be set up like your malls, restaurants, businesses mm-hmm. that no longer you're going to have to worry about. Um, Anybody have a charger? My phone's dead. (laughs) Oh, I got an Apple device. Sorry, you're out of luck. Yep. Oh, anyone has a USB-C or a micro USB?
1: (laughs) (laughs) An adapter. Yeah, you have an adapter. (laughs) So, I mean, that would be really, really neat. I'm thinking along the lines of like when we have hurricanes that come through uh, and it wipes out the power. In a neighborhood, you have solar panels. You run a couple of items. I mean, most people, especially here in Florida... They run solar for their pools, mm-hmm. so they don't have to pay for their pool pump to constantly run and yeah. all that, because it, it does eat up quite a bit. So you run the same kind of solar. You could even go with a less powerful solar panel because you're just running this device. This device is now powering multiple devices in your home, including your phones yeah. and you know your, your tablets, your computers, computers. To keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: because you you don't need to. Um, you can say you can write off the food in your refrigerator, but as long as you have a phone or any way to contact the outside world is more important than um, your pizza going cold or getting warm and rotting away in your refrigerator. Uh,
1: I mean, there is kind of the argument of being able to survive.
0: <laughs> well, as long as you you have ice for your beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the robot to bring it to you. Yeah, and the robot to bring it with your Pringles. <laughs>
0: as long as that robot has power, has a way to get recharged yeah you know. <laughs> you know we got to think about the important things here in our lives Absolutely. in our family's lives
1: is that the walker having power (laughs) the walker has the power your phone laptop has the power and the baby monitor has the monitoring so you can make sure that it's sleeping okay (laughs) all wirelessly all wirelessly powered oh what a good time to be alive (laughs) the future is now only the slightest mutations (laughs) (laughs) well your cable is (laughs) out
0: or your internet is out well no because you got You got your phone yeah Unless the towers are out. Oh, well, yeah. That brings a whole other thing. <laughs> the t- civilization is gone. <laughs> but speaking of everything like that, I one fun thing I want to say is the... If you're looking at gaming, <laughs> we, I don't know if you've seen the movie Grandma's Boy. <laughs> There's a... Uh, a device, or a scene a ch- in the movie, yeah, a scene in a movie, where now you can have your own very own ten thousand dollar gaming chair rig system that weighs five hundred pounds. <laughs> we talked about it a little at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> it is crazy looking at this thing. It's, I mean, it's you're unless you had the money, it's not going to be sold in stores. It's not practical. I mean. I would love it in here. <laughs> that's what we <laughs> talked about before. But looking at everything in a CES, but
1: everything is awesome that's coming out. Yeah. There's a lot of really, really cool things that are being out there that just as if everything else kind of gets overshadowed. Yeah. But... That's the fun of it. There's a lot, because uh, I know we've talked about it in the past, there's a lot that came out with VR mm-hmm. and AR, um, as much to the begrudgingness of a lot of people, that is moving forward, and it's yeah, not it's, just a fad. At least so far, it doesn't seem to be a well, fad. Well, no,
0: because you look at it, because we talked about it before, the uh, arcades, like the VR arcade, there's one that's the, uh, the Void up in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. is a great example of you pay $30 just for 30 minutes, and you're going through a VR experience, Mm -hmm. And it's one way for people to actually experience VR firsthand without plunking down, let's say, I I ran the numbers, this is hypothetical, three grand all out the door for a VR uh, desktop system and your goggles, sensors, and Mm -hmm. all that. It's around about three grand. Well, and the technology's
1: getting better, too.
0: It is. And it's now wireless. Bless you. Thank you. There's wireless. (laughs) Uh, VR, so no longer are you tethered to your machine, or having a risk of your the cables breaking, or you're knocking off important stuff off your desk. And it can be wirelessly powered. And it can be wirelessly <laughs> powered again. The future is now. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things because AR. A lot of people look at AR VR. VR is just a nice, fun to have. It's not, eh. It's immersive. It's immersive, and the technology has gotten better. Where you're not getting queasy or anything because the frame rate is so much
1: higher than when it first came out. If you've seen Ready Player One, that mm-hmm. I mean the the VR, it's immersive. It's a world and we you talked go... about the, uh, the full body suit. Yeah, <laughs> it's what you go into. Yeah, the oasis. It... <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but it was also with AR. It's all the games like Pokemon Go has mm-hmm. an aspect of AR, and then there's a new Harry Potter. Uh, was it the Harry Potter uh, Muggles or
1: something Unite or something I, like that? I'm not really sure, but yeah, it's basically very similar to mm-hmm. it. There's, uh, the, I think, what was it? Jurassic Park? Yeah, I there's think a Jurassic has, Park as one. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird. AR
0: and a lot of Google and Apple are battling each other trying to do, do the AR thing for gaming and uh, enterprise level as well, which. I can see AR winning in that level with like enterprise or
1: industrial.
0: Well, they also,
1: um, they also have AR with the cameras. I know Google has it. Um, I know like the, the Samsung phone that I have, um, newer and older models have it. Um, but we have the, uh, with the camera, you can go through a like if you're traveling in like Japan or a foreign country, mm-hmm. and there's signs that you can't read the language. You oh, hold yeah. the camera up, and it will translate the language in real time.
0: Yeah, it's, it, you can do it at, at now with through uh, Google Lens or whatever it's called, where you bring up the app on your phone, you look at a menu or street signs, and it'll automatically translate in real time of exactly what you're looking at. Of course, you might. A lot of languages don't translate well, like, grammatically correct. (laughs) So you still have to, you know... You you can make your best guess. Okay, if it says... What is it? Vobulton something. Oh, danger. I'm not going to go over that way. (laughs) But a lot of this... That's part of AR. is taking your physical real world and integrating it with a virtual aspect on
1: top of it. Well, and it works great with... um... I don't believe they've done it yet, uh, but I know that I've seen it with uh, Google. Um, This was years ago now, but they had uh, similar with the camera where you could hold the camera up. uh, Like, for example, we're in your house right Mm -hmm. now. I could hold the camera up and it would show me where places are in the vicinity of me. So like I know that there's a Chick-fil-A not too far down the road, but if I was new to the area, I could hold the camera up and just look around the room. And Mm -hmm. if I looked in that direction, it would show me a Chick-fil-A logo. So I know there's a Chick-fil-A down that way.
0: But you know what? You won't be able to get Chick-fil-A today.
1: I know, I know. I'm sorry. The, the, I hate to break this to you. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> but that's always the day you want. No, right? <laughs> um, but like, I could see, like, ways mm-hmm. as an example, taking that kind of uh, technology and merging it together. So, especially in your bigger cities, your metropolitan cities you're walking through downtown you could hold up the camera and go okay i'm trying to get to this business and it will vr it'll sorry vr it'll ar you the directions okay you're gonna go straight you're gonna turn right but it'll map it over the street yeah and it will show like the green arrows. like
0: this is okay go take a left and you see a green arrow and inter- just interplaced on your actual view correct it's not really there you look away I don't see a green arrow oh (laughs) oh, there it is
1: it's not like going across state lines it's a huge line that goes across a road (laughs) which again goes back to why I think Google Glass was ahead of its time
0: yeah it was and I mean we talked about before with like the uh, HoloLens Mm -hmm. from Microsoft that's the same basic concept Mm -hmm. oh and the magic leap yep that's all this stuff is coming ahead. It was ahead of its time. It's still coming out. It's just we have to catch up with the technology. Correct. And how to use it. The problem is, is us.
1: Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta hit the biggest markets, which are yeah. either going to be your video games, it's going to be porn, or it's going to be like Disney. Yeah. It has to be one of the, the big markets to really get adopted and to get the mind share out there. Yep. So. If you got any kind
0: of mind share or any other weird, crazy devices you saw at CES, or you—if you went to see—if you traveled to Vegas and decided to go there for some odd reason I'm to join, very
1: jealous of you.
0: I—I I don't know. I—I I say I want to go, but then I hear everyone talk about how miserable experience it, it is, because <laughs> you're on your feet all day, and it's it's like a week and a half of just stuff to do in Vegas. But you're still in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paying a thousand dollars a night for a room. Because it's, it's not that bad. Oh, CES. The day before, we're going on a tangent here. The day before <laughs> CES, you can probably get a room for what, one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. Oh yeah. The next day, that same very same room is now a thousand dollars because all the journalists and bloggers and everybody well, else. Well, it's
1: is, guaranteed people to come in. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's surge pricing. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would like to go just to
0: experience it. Exactly.
1: Maybe do it once, maybe twice. That's about it. All the all the big ones. Your CES, your E three, uh, your Comic Cons, your New York, your uh, San, Diego, San Diego, your PAX. Like yeah, PAX East is actually
0: this coming weekend.
1: Like that's these are all. Or pack south, I'm sorry. Bucket list stuff. Yeah. Gotta at least do it once.
0: Yeah, so if you actually want to, we'll start up a Patreon account. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To send Joe and I (laughs) to Vegas or San Diego. It doesn't even have to be during theirs. I'll go to Vegas whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Because, hey, there's a lot of tech in Vegas. Absolutely. There is a lot. We'll go with that. Yes. (laughs) We'll we'll uh, do our uh, on the on the road of reporting. We'll we'll talk about how family friendly Vegas has become. Actually, it's it's actually getting there. It, it, yeah, I've heard it does fit, you know. Yeah, I I'm you willing still to give it the, a shot. CD areas the- we'll leave the family at home to find out how family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well no, we got to go first. To check things exactly. out. Just to make we sure. got to make sure that it's family-friendly yeah. before you... Because you
0: got... You know, what was it? The, the clickers out there. I, you On know the what? On <laughs> the sidewalks. The... <laughs> 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 they are still out there. Uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Well, we got a whole bunch. But that's what I'm we giving it to Joe.
1: <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. But anyways... <laughs>
0: Uh, this is a good episode yeah I mean it kind of fell off the rails every once in a while but hey that's what we do (laughs) so and going into 2019 we're looking for more stuff and constantly looking for other things and and would
1: love your feedback absolutely love you we we're we're surviving but we would thrive off your feedback
0: yeah and if you got ideas of what direction we should go in do you think we can go full production studio
1: (laughs) send us money first yeah
0: (laughs) Check cash or a money order, <laughs> <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> My PayPal is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, on a serious note, I like to look at 2019. Is that we want to try new, different things. And um, one of the things I haven't talked with Joe yet is I want to try actually go to one of the local comic cons, not Comic Con, but you know, Comic Cons, Mega Con. Okay. And Tampa Bay Comic Con or something. Yeah, Tampa Bay, Orlando, or something like that, and do. Like a recording episode or
1: something out there. Oof! What? I'm bringing the anxiety level up now. Oh, <laughs> I gotta do this in front of people. Well, I I want to do it. Start integrating video. <laughs> <laughs> video fine. There's no one staring at me. Yeah, but
0: I start. I did start up a channel. This is all going to stay in the episode. In the, in the episode, we are go a little long. But oh well. But I actually did start up a channel on Mixer that we'll probably do. Oh, okay. Um. Like a live recording or live video of what hmm. we do our recording.
1: Okay. <laughs> Just like, mm-hmm, okay. So like, okay. Okay. Take the telling maybe beforehand on live show. <laughs> kind of on the spot. Yeah. All okay. right. <laughs> Jumping down on here. No, that actually will be really cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Because
0: it adds, adds a lot of interactivity with the people that's listening. And giving like on the spot Feedback. It's like, Why don't you guys talk about this? Well, you guys stink. What What are you doing? Do you guys play Fortnite? Oh God, no. <laughs> but a lot of things we want to change it up a little bit, add some new stuff, more things for you to get involved with us. I know a lot of things we were look back on, and that we can improve on, and then that's what we want to improve is to bring in a lot more. Uh, listener feedback.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I really want to bring in more listener feedback from everybody that listens to us. So emails, whatever, let us know. Social media is there for a reason. That's why we got those accounts out <laughs> there. and I, I plug away on them all the time. <laughs> um, one thing you can let us know is through like uh, the social media. Please let us know. If you have any ideas... I, I wanna do bring in more guests. I was actually a fun thing bring in Cliff, Tommy and Susie in. hmm uh, Cliff was last year. We're thinking bring him back. Yep. If, if he allows, if he wants us to bring him back.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's totally up to him. <laughs> but we wanna do more guests because I think the added uh, back and forth with another person is awesome. hmm And we had a great time with Tommy and Susie and Cliff. Absolutely. And those, those episodes were actually high downloads. And it was actually really good. <laughs> so uh, thank you again for giving us your hour or so out of your life, listening to the Geek 2.0 podcast and expect to hear more of us every other month, every month. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All kinds of changes coming at the end of this episode. All right. every month <laughs> Until the foreseeable future. <laughs> Let's see if he gets it right this time. Who are you? I'm Josh <laughs> and I'm Joe <laughs> thank you for listening for
0: a great episode alright and we'll see you on the next one thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com Geek 2.0 Podcast also be sure to follow us on Twitter at Geek 2.0 Podcast don't forget to visit our website at geek20podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 podcast is part of the collective network.